I'd like to take a moment now to tell you about my favorite co-parenting app, FAIR. There are other apps out there, but FAIR is the only one that I recommend to my clients. We know that divorce is never easy, and when children are in the picture, it can be really tricky, especially when you're trying to communicate with your ex, and that's a challenge. Now there's an app with you and your kids in mind. It's called FAIR, F-A-Y-R. FAIR is the easiest, most intuitive, and conflict-diffusing co-parenting app on the market. It helps to eliminate misunderstandings while also improving communication between co-parents. Here's what the FAIR app can do. It has a time-sharing calendar, documentable text messaging, an expense tracker, a GPS check-in, and by the way, no one else has that, a monthly parenting report, a private journal, a file vault, and importantly, you can export all of the records into a convenient and time and date stamped PDF when you need it for your attorney or for court, and there's a Spanish version of the app as well. So subscribe at BeFair.com, that's B-E-F-A-Y-R.com, and then download FAIR from the App Store or Google Play. You can go to FAIR.com for more details and use the discount code SUSANG18 to receive 20% off. Coming up on today's episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast. When you're going through a divorce, like for most people, for many people, this is their first time at the rodeo, right? They don't know anything about this. And it's like, they got to have a crash course in it in the midst of like massive emotional upheaval and, and fear and, you know, all of the fears. Right. And so this is sort of one-stop shopping for that. Hello, and welcome to the divorce and beyond podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host. As a top divorce attorney and family law mediator for 30 years, I know what you need to know to get through your divorce, and most importantly, how to move beyond it to thrive and transition to your new future. My experts and I are here to give you the insider view into the process, so listen in for the wisdom and expert information you need on your journey through divorce and beyond. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host, and today is something I've been teasing for. I just started today talking about it, but our friend Kate Anthony is joining us again. You all know Kate because I talk about her all the time, but she's also been with us twice. Kate is uh, was here for an episode because one of her areas of expertise is helping people answer that difficult question of, and I feel like I should be cueing the Ramones right now, but should I stay or should, yeah, the clash, not the Ramones, damn it. Um, (laughs) Cue the clash Um, of should I stay or should I go? So we had an episode um, where is it time to say goodbye or time to say let's try? And then we did a special, I think the only, I know for me, it's the only crossover episode I've ever done um, where we started talking about alimony and why it's not all that on the Divorce Survival Guide, which is Kate's podcast. And then we finished up talking about it on uh, Divorce and Beyond. And that is still... Um, that second part is still the number three episode on divorce and beyond ever. So it's uh, obviously a topic of big importance. But we are talking today about something that Kate has had on 
the burner at a low boil now for a while, but is such an important project and it's about to come to a boil. So I asked her on to share with us what she's doing, why it's so important, and being Kate, she's going to drop a few truth bombs and a few tidbits of advice and insight here because that's what Kate does so beautifully. So let's welcome her. Thank you, Kate, for joining us today. Oh my God. Thank you, Susan. I adore you. I just love you so much. And uh, I hope I can deliver. (laughs) Oh, that's the thing with Kate Anthony, everyone. She always delivers. And I should mention Kate, you know, besides all those other things that I just talked about that Kate does, Kate is also probably my number one go-to divorce coach in the country. Um, I advise, uh, you work exclusively with women. Um, So if you are a woman facing divorce, I actually, I handed out your name yesterday. Um, I am always telling uh, my ladies to uh, to look up Kate for all different kinds of support. And and I won't go into all the different things that Kate does. Go check out her website, kateanthony.com. But you're going to get a good dose of her today as well to understand what Kate does. So... Um, I'm, I'm thrilled to have you here, and I'm, I'm also thrilled to say I'm a, I'm a little teeny part of this project that you are um, in the process of finalizing now. It's going to come out in October, but why don't you tell us about the project that's about to come to fruition? I'm so excited. I will. And you are, you are. I'm just so thrilled that you are a part of this. Um, and you know, it's called the Divorce Course. Um, <laughs> Because why not Good be name, everyone yeah. on the nose when you're branding something, right? No need to be cryptic. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? like my other program is called Should I Stay or Should I Go? So um, I like to name things what they are. So um, the divorce course is essentially as everything you need to know um, about this process and how to go through it from, from literally how to have the most difficult conversation of your life, how to tell your husband that you want to get divorced, how to tell your children, all of that. Um, uh, with of course our, our dear friend and special guest, uh, Christina McGee will be helping us through that, the children conversation. Um, and then all the way through dating after divorce, with another special guest, dear friend of ours, Bella Gandhi. Um, so I have, you know, I have called in the experts in various areas because I want to make sure I don't like skip over anything, right? Like I want to hit all of the points. I am hitting all of the points in this program. Um, and while it's mostly me, then I also have our special guest experts like Susan, uh, Christina McGee, um, you know, I brought in our, our friend Daniel Harold on talking about how to create a community after divorce, you know, after divorce or as you're going through it. Um, Rhonda Nordic talking about how to, you know, women's financial wellness and what is a CDFA, right? So we're going to hit finances, um, all the legal stuff. Susan and I are going to talk about the um, support. I have Eric Broder, our uh, one of our favorite divorce attorneys, coming on to talk about sort of the myths and all of the legal stuff. So, um, Elizabeth Cohen, Dr. Elizabeth Cohen, the divorce doctor, another one of our dear friends and colleagues, talking about healing from codependency. So we are. This course is hitting all of these points, and then. I now it doesn't it sounds like I'm, you know, passing this off to everybody else, but there's also a lot, a lot of me, right? 
So we're talking, you know, how to tell friends and family, how to tell your nosy neighbors. People are constantly like trying to get information. So how are you going to talk to them? Um, how your friends might react, which is weird. Like people have weird responses. You know, why? Um, we're going to talk about how to divorce a narcissist. Is he a narcissist or is he just an asshole? Um, does it matter? <laughs> right? Not often. Not often, right? <laughs> exactly. And so, and, you know, and also like high conflict communication versus low conflict communication. Boundaries. We're going to talk about boundaries upon boundaries upon boundaries upon boundaries. Um, and as Susan, Susan has, I, I can't remember the name you gave me, but, um, you know, communication is one of my top areas of expertise. And so there's a lot in this program about communication, whether it's communicating with your ex, with your children, with your attorney, with your friends, right? Lots and lots and lots of communication. Um, oh gosh. I mean, there's so much in here. There's so much in here. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, well, and I think that actually is really descriptive of why something like this is so important and why I'm so excited about it. Because I've been a divorce professional for such a long time. You have as well. We're in different areas. Mine is sort of that legal mediative background. You're in the coaching and communication background um, and helping area. And what I've always emphasized, and I, I know my listeners know this, but I'm just going to emphasize it again. It is not a one-off support thing for you as you go into divorce. Right. If you just heard Kate talking, think of all the many areas where we don't always have skills, knowledge, or understanding of how to work through or a approach this particular topic of divorce. Many of us have never been through it and don't work in the field if you're listening to this, but you're listening probably because in some way it's, it's affecting your life. So one of the most important things, and I know Kate and I talk about this all the time on both our shows, is do not go into your divorce and just hand everything over to someone else and yeah. disempower yourself. We just talked about this a second ago, getting ready. I think one of the saddest parts about divorce is that many people, because they're so overwhelmed, it's so emotional, there's so much to consider that it just seems too much and they just either go into a divorce attorney's office or let their spouse kind of tell them what's gonna happen or they let the divorce happen to them. Yeah. And one of the things that the divorce course can help you avoid and can help you do is it can help you avoid that disempowering. It can actually help you empower yourself. I, I love that. I think that's great. I may swipe that for my uh, copy Perfect. for my sales copy because I think that's right. Right. I mean, think about this, that when you're going through a divorce, like for most people, for many people, this is their first time at the rodeo, right? They don't know anything about this. And it's like, they got to have a crash course in it in the midst of like massive emotional upheaval and, and fear and, you know, all of the fears. Right. And so this is sort of one-stop shopping, Yep. for that so that you don't have to be like, oh God, how do I do this? Or how do I do that? And what do I need to know about this? This is me telling you this, this is what you need to know. And there are certain times, you know, where as Susan and I always say, you know, you've got to consult an attorney in your state because, uh, you know, divorce laws vary state to state and county to county sometimes. Right. So and if that's the case, like we will tell you in this program, like this is a place where you need to go and find out for yourself. 
but where we can, where I can give you a step-by-step guided process, um, through this, uh, that's what I'm, I'm here to do. I really want to make this as, um, uh, it's not as easy cause that's, ugh, it's not, it's never easy, but, uh, you know, as sort of less daunting as possible. And as, so that you are so are more informed as, as informed as you can possibly be. Um, and as, and as you said, Susan, as empowered as you can possibly be. Yeah. Because I mean, you're at a time in life. Well, frankly, you know, there's, I, I always say, unfortunately, the end of a relationship in some way, shape or form involves rejection, right? It's the, you know, you are not enough for me anymore. This relationship is not what I am looking for anymore. Or That's right. there's, and, and that is a very, excuse me, but that is a very disempowering feeling, something that's very difficult to process, accept, understand. Um, and I know that that's one of the things that, that you're going to be talking about. You mentioned, I, I think I, it made me laugh because the, the litany of, of guest stars you have in the program is pretty much everybody that's ever been on my show and your show. Mine too. And, <laughs> right. Yeah. These are, but I think that also goes to the core of why we do the podcasts. But what I feel like your program is going to do is, you know, podcasts are, my shows are about 30 to 40 minutes. I, we can come on, you and I are going to drop some tips in here. People can glean valuable information, but often what our episodes turn out to be is letting people know sort of at a high level what they need to know and then go, you know, deeper, you're going to have to go find the additional information. What you're doing is aggregating all that information into one place. That's exactly right. That's right. So that you can go deep so that you can, you can, you know, and also I will be linking to the relevant podcast episodes, um, on all of our shows <laughs> in, the, in the program so that you can then go, Oh, right. That's the information. Okay. Let's, you know, right. But, um, but that's right. It is, this is, this is the place so that you can actually do the work, right. Yeah. Not just learn about the work, but do the work. Um, and that's where I come in also as a divorce coach, right? Because my job is to help you do the emotional work to heal from whatever, um, this relationship has, you know, whatever, whatever was done to you or, you know, <laughs> happened in the relationship, um, you still need to heal. And so part of this program is the healing process and understanding what happened so that you don't <laughs> repeat myself like a broken record so that you don't become one of the statistics that we talk about often, which is the 68% of second marriages and 74% of third marriages that also end in divorce, right? So <laughs> that is part of this program. <laughs> that And that, by the way, is a statistic Kate and I have both, um, you know, repeated because, I mean, frankly, I've represented people. I have one guy, I've represented him in four marriages, four consecutive marriages. Um, so he's at 100% failure rate. Um, but you know, there, there, oh. there is a lot more around divorce than just getting through, although it's a huge part, getting through it, the financial part and getting through the part of how you're going to co-parent and raise your children. There's a whole emotional context to divorce. Um, I think this episode is following the one with Erin Levine and she was dropping some fantastic 
tips on if you're facing a DIY divorce, what you need to know um, to do it and do it successfully. And one of those tips was you need to, you know, really understand that there's an emotional landscape to divorce. And that's somewhere that um, a coach like you really brings it, especially a coach like you. I mean, I have to say to everyone, I know a lot of coaches. I love a lot of my coaches. I've also run into coaches who are perhaps not as well suited to helping people deal with the emotional context of divorce. Um, So let me just dive in on that for a minute, because I do think it's one of your real gifts is that Mm -hmm. you help people learn how to communicate. um, And you also communicate really well with your clients and with the world, right? That's why you do so well in a podcast. That's why when we do lives together, they're always so popular and, and you always do drop the two truth bombs, but you do it in a way that makes it very accessible to people. Tell So tell people a little bit about what you do with your clients to help them as they're communicating, mm-hmm. say, with their spouse or soon-to-be ex in the divorce process. Well, one of the things that I do is I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I give them scripts, right? Intentionally or not, right? I don't like write it out for them, but as we're talking, I will say, okay, here's how you're going to have this conversation. Here's what you're going to say. And I have a thing that I say all the time, which is rinse and repeat, right? One of the things that happens when uh, we are communicating with someone who is who doesn't want to hear us, right? Because really often that's the, that's the key. Sure. So they don't actually want to hear what we're saying. They want to change our mind, right? And so whether that's about custody or what we're taking from the house or support or whatever it is, right? What we tend to do is we go back into the dynamic that we were in, in the marriage, right? And if we're getting divorced from this person, our job then is to actually change that dynamic. Otherwise, why are we getting divorced? If you're going to maintain the same dynamic, which implies the same emotional connection and disconnection and, you know, fighting or whatever, um, if we're going to maintain that into divorce, like then what's the point? So this other person really doesn't probably doesn't want to hear you because they don't want you to be right or you to win or whatever it is they're making up. And so what we tend to do is we say it one way and then they fight back. And then we, we get into the dynamic with the fighting back. And then we're in a different conversation, right? We're like, and then we're getting kind of in their basket. Right. And so our job is to actually stay outside the basket. And what, you know, when I say rinse and repeat, what I mean is you have one phrase that you say, and when they try lots of different tactics to get you to like suck you back into some kind of conversation or dynamic, you simply rinse and repeat. You repeat the same phrase, not differently, (laughs) Not like, right. Don't change it up. Like that's going to get it through this time. Right. So for, it's just an example. Um, I have a client whose husband is, um, I mean, probably one of the most toxic situations I've ever, um, seen. And he's screaming at her to get out of the house, screaming at her. Why don't you just get out, get out, get out, get out. Um, but he will not give her a temporary custody, uh, agreement. Uh, 
And she will not leave the house until she has that in place because it's dangerous for her to do that. Right. But she keeps sort of arguing all sorts of other things with him. And I said, when he is saying, get out of the house, your only response is when you, uh, when your attorneys respond to my attorneys with a, uh, um, with a temporary custody agreement, I will, I will leave. Period. Right. And then when he goes into all sorts of other things, you're not getting the kids and you think that you're blah, 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 blah. You just say, instead of going into that and arguing that point, that next point, cause you're, you're just getting deeper in. It's like, he's digging a hole and you're jumping into it. Yeah. Right. And then he's digging another, a, a little deeper and you're jumping down. Right. Don't jump down, stand outside the hole and go, right. So when you give me a temp temporary custody agreement, I will leave the house immediately. Right. right. And if you want me out of the house, give me a temporary custody agreement. Those two things go together. That's it. That's yeah. it. Right. And that's the only thing. And, and so I advised her, I said, that's the only thing you say. That's literally the only thing you say. You rinse and repeat that because he wants you to get out of the house. And she, believe me, she wants out of that house, but she's not leaving without her children. Right. Um, and so like, yep, that's it. <laughs> right. Well, and clearly no. they have and a toxic communication very. cycle that's that, right. uh, you know, that is a conflict cycle. And, and so that, you know, it's very easy for both of them, I assume, to fall into it. And I love your analogy of, of a downward pit. Exactly. Exactly. And here's the thing. What he really wants is to control her. Yes. What he really wants is to make her life miserable and actually gaslight her and make her crazy. And one of the things, you know, there's a distinction I think that's important in gaslighting and then we can move on because this is a very, this is sort of an extreme um, example, but um, there's a difference in gaslighting. There's gaslighting where someone makes sort of makes you question your own sanity and then there's the next level of that, which is where you actually start to go go a little crazy, right? Um, and this particular client is in is in danger of that. Oh. Um, and so, you know, I am working with her on like right. And I think that there, but but I do think it's an important distinction people need to understand is that you know gaslighting isn't just about oh god I'm like questioning my own sanity. It's when the people around you go. I think you might be losing your sanity a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that's when it gets really dangerous. So that's one thing, you know, the, the, the communication thing, just going back to that uh, main question of yours, Susan, is that, you know, same thing with when you tell, how to tell your husband you want a divorce. Stay tuned for more from Susan and her guest, Kate Anthony, the host of the Divorce Survival Guide podcast, giving you some top tips from her upcoming divorce course. Your job is, first and foremost, is to create mindset, your own mindset, that this is not a conversation. It is a declaration. It is a, this is what is happening, which is very different. If you are enjoying this episode, check out 
the FYI on DIY divorce with the founder and CEO of Hello Divorce, Aaron Levine. About 80% of divorces have at least one self-represented party. That caused me great concern because as we know, and you've talked about on your show, divorce is the unwinding of a major financial contract. For many of us, the biggest financial contract of our lives. And on top of that, we have all the emotional triggers. We have our kids and our families to reorganize. We have so much going on with our lives and that stuff doesn't stop just so that we can work on our divorce. And now we return to today's show. So this is this is something that people get get wrong every time and it can absolutely determine the outcome of your divorce process, right? So oh, this how is, you start is how you end. That's I mean, right. I say it all the time. Exactly. And so this is a conversation in which first of all, you know, when I help people craft this conversation, it's first you're not asking for permission. You're not asking for a divorce, right? You're not, and I get, like, I got a message the other day from someone saying, I've told my husband for three years that I want a divorce. And I'm like, great, file and move out. Yeah, <laughs> right? so get like, one. So get one, right? So if you're waiting for him to be like, okay, or, you know, or her, like, whatever, like, it's not going to happen. So your job is, first and foremost, is to create mindset, your own mindset, that this is not a conversation. It is a declaration, right? It is a, this is what is happening, which is very different. Um, and then I help women craft that con- and, and men, you know, this is, this is not a, um, a single sex thing here, right? right? Craft that conversation where, um, again, there's a rinse and repeat aspect to it, right? Because when, people are faced with this conversation, the recipient of this, of this information is terrified, probably. No matter how many times you have been telling them that this is coming or that you're unhappy, this is news to them. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, yes. this is shocking news. <laughs> Even though right. you're like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, yeah, like we've talked about this, talked but about this you probably have exactly talked about it a hundred times and then not done it. So- right. How do, exactly. how do they know this time you mean it? That's exactly right. And so if you are declaring it in a way that is no longer, uh, you know, asking for permission or agreement or understanding or any of those things, and you're saying, I'm actually filing, this will be shocking to them because you have not done that up until this point. Um, and so they're going to, they're going to ask all sorts of questions out of terror, right? Like, what about the kids? What are we going to do about the house? And don't you, and blah, 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 blah. And your job in this conversation is to not, again, go down into the pit with them on all of those things. Your job is to go, we have a, is to say, and then rinse and repeat. There are a lot of enormous decisions that we have to make, none of which do we have to make today. And I trust that you and I will do the best job that we possibly can to make the best possible decisions in service of our children. And right now, all I want to do is make sure that you um, are clear or that you, you know, understand that this is what's happening. And that's it. Yeah. And then when they're like, but what about the kids? And what do we do about custody? And what about, you know, your, your inheritance? And how are we going to... Right. We have a lot of decisions. 
there are a lot of decisions that are on the table for us. And I know that they're really, they feel really scary and big right now. I really trust that you and I are going to take the time to figure those things out together in service of our children. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, like, and so key to start your divorce with a thoughtful conversation yes, like that. That's right. Because if right. I, I have, as a divorce attorney, had people who have come to me who have never had the conversation with their spouse, who want me to serve papers on their spouse as like the first opening, this is how they're going to find out that we're getting divorced. And I've actually had people ask to do it on birthdays, Valentine's Day. I had someone who wanted to do it on their wedding anniversary. I'm very, you know, I'm I'm happy to say I would not participate in those games, but... You know, when that's an extreme on the other side of the fence, but when you start your divorce with a respectful, not maybe not conversation, because it is a declaration, as I, you know, I think that's an important distinction you make. Um, But you're going to start your divorce with some respect, but also, uh, you know, you use the word earlier over and over again, and I think it's important to point out you start right there setting some boundaries. That's right. That's exactly right. The divorce conversation is the, is the biggest boundary conversation you can ever have. Like you are setting an enormous boundary. Um, and the way you set boundaries is that, you know, we have this, this, this gross misconception that boundaries are about the other, are the other persons, right? Like my mother has no boundaries. My ex has no boundaries. My husband has no boundaries. No, you have no boundaries with them, <laughs> right. right? They are your boundaries. You are the one that has to set them. And then you are the one who has to set them again and reinforce them. And right. I talk about boundaries as if like you have a beautiful house or a little cottage in the middle of the woods and you have a little vegetable garden and the beer, the deer and the rabbits come in every night and they eat all your, all of your, um, uh, vegetables, right? You don't expect the deer and the rabbits to build the fence to keep them out, right? right? You have to build it to keep them out. And then when the deer and the rabbits jump over it or scamper over it or dig holes under it, which is their job, like that's, that's their job. It's your job to find out where the holes are and reinforce it, right? And train them not to come in. It's literally the same thing. When you set a boundary with someone, their very first response usually is to try and push their way through it and around it. Like, are you sure? (laughs) Come on. That's crazy. You don't really mean, hold on a minute. And then you're like, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. See the boundary? (laughs) See the boundary. I understand that this is different from the way that we used to do things. However, now I am saying that this is not okay. Right? Right. Um, That's a rinse and repeat as well, right? You try to set a boundary. I think there's the setting of it, but you also mentioned something that I think is even more, I mean, you have to communicate the the line or the boundary. But if you don't have consequences and enforce that boundary, don't even bother making a boundary. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Don't bother. And, And so, yes, that's right. And so- you know, the consequences are different, right? But if it's like, you know, I talk about like my my mother calling at, you know, someone calling before eight o'clock in the morning, right? You say to them, please don't call before eight o'clock in the morning. I can't talk to my mother. My mother loves to call me when she's walking her dog. My mother t- 
talks on the phone on speakerphone while she's walking a dog who's chasing squirrels and pulling her and then barking and all of this stuff, right? And I've said to her repeatedly, mom, please don't call me when you're walking Rosie. Like it's impossible to have a conversation with you. So now when my mom calls in the morning, I literally just don't answer the phone because I know she's walking Rosie. I know what time it is and I'm not going to answer. <laughs> We've had the discussion. Now there's a boundary and right. I'm drawing the line. She's yeah. going to continue to call me <laughs> because I continue to answer the phone. She'll keep, right? Oh, sure. So I stop answering the phone. She stops calling me at that time, right? And so it's, it's that's exactly, and, and, and look, that's an easy one. And there are a lot more difficult ones, right? There are, if you continue to drink um, around the children, I am going to have to file a report um, with, with protective services. Um, you know, if there's, you know, alcohol, whatever, if there's a lack of safety with the, you know, at play and then you have to do it. Yeah. Right. So Mm -hmm. don't make threats that you don't intend to carry out. Um, and so, and also that you actually can carry out, right? So, yeah. right. Because True. if you've been saying like, if you don't stop talking to me like that, uh, this is one of my favorites. I hear all the time as women be like, I told him he can't talk to me like that. And I'm like, so what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> so what, right? what if he does? So what if he does? What if he does? And if he does, you know, you can't talk to me like that in front of the children. Okay. So if he talks to you like that in front of the children, what are you going to do? Because he will continue to talk to you like that in front of the children. Cause that's what he's been doing this entire time. So what, what's your plan, right? And don't threaten something if you don't have a plan. Right. And the there's plan no is, point to it. there's no point to it. And so the plan is I get my kids and we, and we get in the car and we leave. Right. Right. And, you know, eventually they figure it out. Oh, I mean, you have, but you have, you, you, part of setting a boundary is having the consequence, right? That's right. That has to be a That's part right. of communicating a boundary. And, but I, I love your point as well. And I think it goes to both sides of a divorce because you've, I know you've heard this one too. Um, if you don't give me the house, you're never going to see your kids again, or I'm going to take the kids away from you. And you just reference, you know, don't threaten something that you cannot follow through with. That because people in the heat of a moment in a divorce situation throw out unbelievably ridiculous threats out at each other, including that one, by the way, because that one is extremely rare. That one is that one is so common though, right? Like that threat well, is commonly so common, stated. Commonly yeah. stated. And listen, this is sort of why I've created this program. Just to bring it back to this, right? Like that's why I've created this program. I want you to know that when someone threatens, if you don't, you know, if if you don't let me keep the house or or whatever, you're never going to see your kids again. I want you to know that that's literally bullshit. <laughs> Right. Thank you. (laughs) And you need to know that going into it because so many people are terrified of this. So many people threaten this. And then there is this terror. He says he's going to take the kids and he says this and he says this. And first of all, like he can say all that all he wants, but like legally that is like, like you said, completely uh, incredibly rare. And you know, (laughs) you gotta be real bad in order to have that happen. And believe me, I have seen real bad and that's not happening. 
Um, so, but you need to be empowered. Right. You need to be empowered with knowledge that when someone says that they're talking out their ass. <laughs> right? And they do. I mean, people, because, and this always goes to that thing in divorce is who knows better than your spouse, how to push your buttons, how to make you fearful, how to scare you. And they're going to do that. So I I want to make sure we're able to touch on one last thing before we come to a close, because this is, you know, this is my favorite and and it really comes down to what we've been talking about. I think boundaries, et cetera. But you have coined a phrase that just makes me joyful and happy. (laughs) And that is not my fucking job. Um, and, you know, if right. anyone is out there who, it, I'm sure everyone out there is a Kate Anthony fan. So you've heard NFMJ. But just give everybody a little overview of not my fucking job. Yeah. I mean, so I, I, I have a podcast episode on this and then we've had a bracelet designed and we, it's a, it's a, it's become a thing. Right. And it so is a thing. it's a thing. It's a whole thing. And so really not my fucking job applies to all of the things that we do that are not our fucking job. Right. So it's not my fucking job to go shopping for food for the week before I like go on a business trip right? It's not my fucking job to heal someone else's emotional wounds. It's not my fucking job to heal your trauma. It's not my fucking job to, you know, pack your lunches for work. Right. Right. (laughs) There's all these things that women in particular have sort of taken on as our job. Um, Mm -hmm. This is about this is about, you know, the mental load. So much about this is the emotional labor that women put in. Um, and it's not our fucking job. None of that is our fucking job. It's not our fucking job to, you know, make sure that he does his schoolwork, um, on time for him to get his degree or, you know, whatever pack for his deployment. Like there's just so many things that we do. It's not my fucking job. And it's a, it's a mindset shift of like, why am I doing all of this extra work? And then that makes us feel like we have, you know, one additional kid than the one that, than the ones that we have, right? Like I have one son, I should feel like I have one child. That is my fucking job. It is my fucking job to raise my actual child. It is not my fucking job to raise two children when one of them is a fully formed functioning grown up who's a grown ass man who can find his own therapist who can get on his own medication who can do his own emotional healing who can like all of that right who can right. pack his own lunches <laughs> right? and manage you know one thing i think women do especially although men do it in a different way but women tend to during divorce feel the need to manage yep. their co-parents relationship with the children and to be responsible for that That's and right. that one just make you know as a That's right. third party participant in many divorces 
I have, I, I wish I could use with clients, not my fucking job, but it's not particularly legally professional for me to use that. Um, so yeah. I send them to you. Send them, send them my <laughs> podcast episodes exactly. as a reference. I, that, absolutely right. I, I'm so glad you brought that one up because it is not your fucking job to manage your children's relationship with their co-parent. It is the co-parent's job to show up as a decent human being and a decent parent um, and to um, foster a, re- a healthy relationship with their own children. That's not yeah. your fucking job. And very often in divorce, like these things that aren't our, aren't our job are also like when we try to do them, we actually make things worse, mm-hmm. right? So it's not just about reducing our labor, which it is. Um, it's also like, it's not appropriate and that your work in this uh, realm will probably... Uh, you inserting yourself into these things can actually backfire, right? So if I'm trying to manage and control my ex's relationship with my son, he's going to, he's not going to hear it from me, (laughs) right? Right. I am not the person um, to do that. So I need to let the chips fall where they may. It is my job to empower my child to have a healthy relationship. have healthy communication. If he has an issue with his dad to say, Hey, let me help you formulate a conversation with him based on how I know him and like what, you know, right. Like I know him best. Hey, when I have an issue with your dad, like it was really helpful for me to, if I started the conversation like this, right. It is my job to help my child communicate. Um, but it's not my job to try to control the other person in this at all. No. And such a good point that it actually will often make things worse. That's right. And it's actually, it is a time, to go back to what we talked about earlier, it is a time when perhaps you are breaching boundaries. That's right. That's when you absolutely take on right. things that are not your job. So, yep. um, that's right. well, I think we've given people a pretty good dose of, this is what Kate <laughs> does with her clients, and this is why I think she's so fantastic, and this is what you're going to be delivering in much deeper doses in the divorce course, plus the financial, plus the legal, plus the pre-divorce, plus the post-divorce. I mean, it's really an incredibly comprehensive program. Um, It's launching at the beginning of October. That's right. So really in just a couple of weeks. So tell everybody Mm -hmm. how they can find out more, how they can sign up, et cetera. Awesome. Thank you, Susan. So um, if you go to my website, kateanthony.com, and then there's a tab that says getting divorced, there's a, a page that you can sign up to be on the wait list for it. And the wait list will get you, you know, special bonuses and be the first, you'll be the first to be notified when it goes, when it gets, uh, when it launches and there'll be some special bonuses and maybe early bird pricing. I'm not sure yet. Um, but, um, but definitely get on that wait list. So you're for the first to be notified. Um, and, yeah, that's where that'll, that's where that'll live. And right. <laughs> my website, and everything, everything else, else is there. Everything yeah. else is on my website too. And, um, which is kateanthony.com. And of course you can follow me all the places at the divorce survival guide, um, including my podcast in all of the places. Yeah. And everything as always will be in the show notes. Kate's already all over the divorce and beyond pod.com website. So you can find her there and little additional teaser. Kate, what's coming next year? (laughs) Next 
year. Uh, well, it might be actually in two years, right? Okay, so but, year but, to, but I have a, I was, I have a book deal. So yay, I, yay. so I have, now I have to write my book. Um, so for the next year, I will be focusing on writing my book as well. So that's exciting. And then I'm not sure when that'll launch and all of the details about that. I can't quite divulge until the contracts are signed and all of that stuff. So we have to be kind of like, but I can tell you that I got a book deal. So that's exciting. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm so proud, thrilled, and just so happy for you. Um, and I also, I, I, our friend Gabrielle Hartley is in the midst of writing her second book right now. I barely see her anymore. She's like gone into the deep, dark hole of authorship. So I hope I'm going to be seeing you over the next year. I know we will. Um, <laughs> we will. And we my will. listeners will, will be hearing from you again soon. But thank you so much for coming on. And, and everyone, be looking for The Divorce Course. I will, of course, be putting it on Instagram and on the website when it comes out. Um, but uh, go to Kate, kateanthony.com, sign up, and um, take these little tidbits that she gave you today. These things are gold about how to communicate, how to set those boundaries. That's just a tiny dose of the Kate Anthony magic. So you're going to get more in the course. Thank so, you, thank Susan. You, Kate. Thank you so much. I just adore you. Thank you. you for joining me today on the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I hope you found some information and inspiration to help you on this journey. Please join me every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a new episode. And if you like the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find more information on the website at divorceandbeyondpod.com where you'll find links to the YouTube channel, transcripts of the episodes, and other bonus content. So I'll see you next week to help you move through your divorce and beyond.